Thank you for tuning in to Bibliotech Fully Charged, the nation's first all-digital public library podcast. And now, here's your host, Johnny. Hi guys, Johnny here coming at you with another podcast episode. Uh, today we're going to be highlighting one of Bibliotech South's uh, most tenured employer, employees. Uh, he's going to be going over um, some events and upcoming events uh, um, in his life coming up. Uh, his name is Galileo Gonzalez, um, and we'll also be going over some changes to the Bibliotech South Cafe and Lounge areas. Uh, we're a bit under construction right now. Um, so uh, without further ado, I uh, just want to introduce to you Galileo Gonzalez. So, so Gali, uh, tell me a little bit more about your journey to, uh, to Bibliotech South here. All right, cool. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, I am the most tenured employee. And by tenure, you mean two years? Yes. Yes. I and I'm right up, right behind you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a senior. I'm, uh, you know, I come to a stand in casa and I get myself some <laughs> coffee and, and donuts. Pre-printing. <laughs> Pre-printing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so the way I ended up here at Bibliotech. So I was born and raised in California. I grew up in a city called Bell, which is up in Southeast Los Angeles. I pretty much... Um, uh, I pretty much grew up there. I went to school there and everything. And then we, and then my family and I, we moved to a city called La Puente when I was around like what, 18, like right after high school, moved to La Puente. And I lived there for about 10 years. Uh, it's a cool little city. It's in the San Gabriel Valley. Um, so what got me here to San Antonio and subsequently Bibliotech was the fact that I was in a long distance relationship with. Uh, uh, with somebody who lived here, who actually worked here, uh, Isabel, she used to work here, um, because, uh, you know, I needed to work, well, when I, when I, when I arrived, but, uh, I was pretty interested with what the, uh, library was, you know, like, you know, with the fact that it's a digital library, you know, you got computers, and you can check out, like, ebooks and, you know, hotspots and whatnot, I thought that was pretty cool, because, I mean, honestly, like, what Bibliotech has here in San Antonio, we don't have in California. This stuff don't exist. Uh, just FYI on that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I moved here November of 2017. Uh, I started working here like a week after I moved here and I've been here ever since. Uh, currently what I do here is I'm the guy who does all the art. So if you see like all the little techies that I draw, they're all cute or have little costumes or even some like some of the ads here. I'm pretty much the guy that draws all that stuff out. I also run the Bibliotech Art Club, which it's going. It's going. I'll talk a little bit more about that in just a bit. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, it's been over two years working at Bibliotech. I enjoy this job. I enjoy the fact that I get to draw half the time. Uh, I enjoy the fact that I get to uh, kind of give all my input it, you know it's one of the few it's one of the few jobs i've had where i can definitely give my opinion and usually i make it happen yeah 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 you know that's one of the things i like here about bibliotech it's kind of a cutting edge place uh, i was kind of uh, drawn to bibliotech for all the same reasons you are and uh i would i would like to correct you because you know uh, art club you say it's going but I, I would say from the outside looking in it's going pretty well you know all the all the kids and uh, patrons who attend just seem really enthused about it um, 
And so uh, I'm always interested in Art Club and what you're doing. And cool. uh, yeah. I, I really like uh, I really like the way you uh, you the way you design things. Here I like the calendars. Um, so basically, I like the way you, you you conduct yourself with the whole uh, art art thing here. It, it, it brings a lot more character and uh, just pizzazz to the to the library. Um, and you know, going on that, um, you also are an, are an artist yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so outside I, of you, outside of uh, bibliotech. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually studied art at Cal State Long Beach. Graduated May of 2017 with a BFA in drawing and painting. Awesome, awesome. And you know, recently you were on a, a radio station, correct? Yeah. So I was on a, a KRTU. Is KRTU? Yeah, KRTU. 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 I was going to say KTRU. I don't know why. Whatever. They sound the same. Um, yeah, so I was actually on KRTU recently on this show called Radio Pocho, uh, sponsored by my friend Miguel Vargas. Um, he pretty much invited me to talk about uh, Salvadoran music. Um, I'm, my, I'm actually a first generation Salvadoran American. My parents came to the United States because California to escape the civil war that happened over there back in the 80s so I was invited to you know share a little bit about some of the music about the show you know um, some uh, some of yeah I'm getting my tongue twisted here I was invited to uh, share uh, Salvadoran music like the Buenas Epocas uh, which is like a whole genre it's like basically like 60s and 70s Salvadoran psychedelic rock I guess the best way I can just describe it uh, some cumbias and revolutionary music and this all coincides with an art show I'm going to be having at Presa House this Friday December 6th called En Honor it's basically a show that celebrates my I guess like Salvadoran culture and identity uh, as well uh, as, as kind of like honoring my loved ones that have passed away as well as victims and heroes and martyrs of the Salvadoran Civil War um, so yeah, it's definitely, I've been working on this show for about like a few months now. Yeah, it's been kind of like, uh, it's been real intense. It's been great. It's been very like, uh, door opening. It's opened up a lot of doors because besides that radio interview, um, we just recently got a, uh, little art section here at Bibliotech in the back wall where I got to put up some of my paintings. It's like the first time we ever done that here according to what I was told so it's pretty cool that I actually got to kind of like you know do that and you know put my art up on the walls hopefully people notice I don't know they didn't really give any comments on it they um, didn't huh they didn't I, I don't know maybe, I, I mean I heard that they did but I feel yeah yeah they did they probably just didn't tell you yeah uh, but yeah no the, uh, you know whenever people would walk in you know the you know those uh, diehard patrons that come here for years they definitely liked the the pizzazz that it added to the uh, the white walls here in the lounge so I definitely liked it I think it should be an ongoing thing um, it, it'll definitely be a more ongoing thing actually I'm currently um, try mounting some posters from the Smithsonian uh, so it's a World War one posters uh, I think we're almost like the anniversary of World War One's coming up, so I'm, I'm getting, getting those ready. They're actually real nice posters. They look pretty sick. Um, you know, uh, a lot of information. So I'll be, I'm mean, getting those ready for that. I have to take down my paintings because, like I said, my show's coming up. Uh, I need those paintings. I need them back. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we'll be having some more stuff out there. Eventually, we will be having more 
like patron related uh, art, maybe like some of the stuff we'll be doing for our club. Um, I definitely want to put that up. That's been in the works for since I started the art club. It just hasn't really happened because, you know, I got a bunch of other things that I'm doing here. You know, all like the advertising, all the drawing, and all the art stuff here. But it's going to happen. It'll happen. Awesome. And so, uh, you know, I heard the other day just talking amongst uh, employees here that we're planning to do a mural uh, with the kids on uh, for art club. Yeah. So uh, as Johnny mentioned earlier, uh, we are doing construction in the cafe. So basically it's off limits. So they put, so, okay. So they saw so like where the cafe is at, they put like a giant uh, drywall to block out anybody from trying to enter. But the people, the construction people were just like, we're okay with the fact that, you know, we want to do a mural. So, um, so for our club, we're actually going to be doing like a little mural. Uh, right now, we just did like the brainstorming session where we kind of like threw out ideas and everything and talked about um, what they want to do, what they want to see represented on the wall. Uh, they gave me a lot of ideas. Uh, a little too many ideas. I mean, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing either. I think it's. I mean, I think it's great. I was actually very surprised and pretty happy that they were that they were that excited about it. Because as soon as I told them, they were just like, "Oh, we're gonna do on the wall. We're doing a mural. Yeah!" I'm excited. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that. So I think today, today is Tuesday, the second. We will be having the kids do sketches. So basically with this whole process of doing this mural, I'm also going to guide them through like the work that it takes to make a mural because, you know, it, you know, it's, it, it ain't easy, you know, when you have to like plan everything out, make sure that it looks good, make sure that everything, you know, looks great, whether you're talking about composition or whether you're talking about color, you know, anything like that. So hopefully it should. Hopefully we get it started. So yeah, so today we'll be doing drawing set, like little sketches, drawing session, just to kind of like get ideas from there. We'll put things together, and then hopefully by maybe two to three weeks, I would say maybe two weeks. Hopefully two weeks. I know they'll be taking that one eventually. We can start painting that mural and just get awesome. it done. Yeah, yeah. And so that's gonna look really nice. Um... And that kind of segues into our next topic. Uh, you know, we're doing the mural because we're actually uh, we're changing up. We're doing some construction or renovations to Bibliotech South, so we're no longer going to have a cafe, or at least a cafe with a kitchen in it anymore. Mm -hmm. We're still going to have the cafe area, so they're um, they're going to be knocking down that wall, the one that we're going to be doing the mural on. We're also going to be adding, uh, I believe, two more study rooms. Is it so, two or is it one? I'm not sure. Um, that was one, one maybe one. Twelve, yeah. Then a janitor's closet. That's what we're making, yeah, janitor's yeah. closet. So uh, you know, patrons that are listening, uh, please just pardon our construction and the dust. Um, it's been a little bit noisy here at Bibliotech South, but um, you know, I'm sure all the changes are gonna look really nice when they when they're finally finished. Yeah, kitchen's gonna get a little smaller too, actually. Uh, just a little, not too much. Mm -hmm. So for our patron out there that's listening. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be sick. Yeah, yeah. And then so uh, uh, you know, for those who are listening, they're interested in our club. But what, what what were the days and times that they can come? Oh, uh, so it's Tuesdays from five to six. Uh, awesome. Every two every Tuesday. 
Okay. Yeah, and then uh, you give us a little bit more information about your art show again. It's Friday, correct? Yeah, so it's going to be this Friday at Presa House Gallery. It's on the. It's right by the corner of Presa and Alamo. Uh, so if any of y'all know, so if anybody, whoever is listening here, um, <laughs> is listening, you know, you know where like Southtown 101 is at. Uh, it's like right next door. It's a nice gallery. It's already it's like been voted like one of the best gallery in San Antonio so far. Like I like the current, so it's pretty sick. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's gonna be December 6th. Um, gonna be from 6 to 11. So, you know, if you get a chance, uh, come on by, check it out. It's going to be cool. Here's another artist, uh, Eva, Eva Sanchez. So she's also showing work. Uh, you might have seen her work before. So, like, if you're, you know, you're going down to, like, the St. Mary's trip, and let's say you want to get some chamoy shots at High Tones, you see right across the street, there's this big mural of, like, this, like, taco wrapped in foil and, like, hot sauce. It's like a pink wall. If you've seen that mural, that's her. So, uh, so she's making these like, really big oil paintings of food. So, like I've been like seeing it on like her social media, and they look pretty amazing. Like they're supposed to be really huge, like giant painting of like an HEB tortilla bag. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, so you got one show that's like big, that's like physically big, and you got my show, which is like big on like subject matter and themes, because. There's a lot of stuff I'm doing it as well. Like besides paintings, I, I I made like I had a coffin built and I painted it and it's gonna be sick. And the room that the coffin's gonna be is gonna look like a living room with like family photos of mine. So hopefully it like transports people to like a living room. Uh, the whole idea of that is because in El Salvador when people die. So instead of like going to a funeral home, they basically just put like the coffin like in the middle of the living room. And like people from the village, they come or like you know outside, and then after that they go and they basically they can carry the 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 coffin all the way to the cemetery. So um, if it's like real far, real far, they're kind of screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but but that that that's what I'm basically doing it on, and the coffin itself is, I guess, like my little tribute to. Um, this thing called the El Mozote Massacre, where they uh, they killed like uh, they killed a whole village. The Salvadoran army uh, killed a whole village uh, back in December 10th, 1981. So that's kind of like my little tribute to like the victims of that. It's like I don't know, eight uh, eight hundred people, a thousand people died. Numbers like around there, but gosh, wow. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, and that was 81. It wasn't that long ago. Not too long ago when you yeah. think about the grand scheme of things. Yeah, uh, definitely. Circling back to like uh, earlier when you said uh, you were sharing about your El Salvadorian music, you said it was like psychedelic uh, also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so there's this whole, so like when I did the art, so when I did the radio interview, we talked about a bit about the show, I talked about myself, and, but the main purpose was the music. So El Salvador has this specific music style, they call it Buenas Epocas, it translates to like good times or the good old times or whatever that's like a rough translation uh but basically the music is inspired by like uh like 60s and 70s like psychedelic rock or just rock and roll in general like there's songs by like for example there's this band called los beats and they do a cover of the beatles uh don't let me down i think their one's called porque llorar 
But yeah, it's a pretty cool one. And I think there's another band, Los Diablitos, which is one of my favorite bands. They do a song called El Amigo Que Perdi, which sounds... It's supposed to be like a Beatles cover of uh, I Get Along With My uh, Get Along With My Friends. Is that the one? I forget the name of that song. But it's also the Joe Cocker version, like the one in Wonder Years. That's what it reminds me more of, because it's more like sad and gloomy. So I think that, well, that song they wrote because like a friend of theirs committed suicide, and they wrote that song in tribute to him. But, you know, so I shared that, you know, and that's kind of like specific music like from El Salvador. Um, there were also like revolutionary music, like Los Guarabao, who were actually Venezuelan, but they did a song called Casas de Cartón. And that song was a big deal over there because, A, the song was basically honoring, like, the, you know, the country of El Salvador. But at the same time, if, let's say, like, uh, if you were playing that and somebody in the Salvadoran army would have heard you say that, they would automatically assume you were a communist and you'd be killed. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's crazy. There's a movie called Innocent Voices uh, that y'all should watch. Voces Innocent is the Spanish title, but it's about the Civil War. Um, it's like a pretty graphic movie, so like if you like, so if you, if you don't like violence or you know you get real triggered about that stuff because you know it's, it's heavy stuff, like I would recommend you not watch it or just know what you're gonna be watching because it's very graphic. But there's a whole scene in that movie where they talk where they mention that when a kid's the main character, the main character is a kid. He's playing the song loud, and the soldiers like go up to him because they're about to like shoot the kid and it wasn't until like the priest the local priest like just blasted it on his megaphone so he can distract them because they wouldn't hurt him but you know still though um eventually they do because that's what they did um but yeah so i shared that so that's revolutionary music i think i shared cumbias because uh el salvador is also very well known for its cumbias um do that yeah so cumbias are a big deal over there like huge 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 deal um have you ever checked if any of these bands are on hoopla i i think so i don't remember i feel like i have maybe like the buenas epocas but you know i think they might have sonora dinamita i mean i mean and now they're technically colombian but they had a salvadoran chick in the band so she's also technically they're also technically salvadoran now yeah. we've co-opted them um i don't know uh i forgot if i did check i could have sworn i did i'm gonna check the buenas epocas uh, i think they do but i'd have to double check on that uh but if not um maybe we can get it on there yeah i mean yeah. And so for uh, those listeners who don't know what Hoopla is, it's one of our free resources. Uh, if you have a bibliotech library card, you can, um, you know, listen to, uh, you know, new music, old music. Um, you can also uh, watch some concerts on there as well, right? Uh, that's actually that's, that's Quello. Quello, Quello and Hoopla uh, both have music on there. So definitely check those out if you have a bibliotech library card. They are free of charge with your um, library card. I actually do recommend Hoopla a lot, uh, mainly for the music. So I, I, so I actually do use Hoopla, like especially when I go travel, like to go visit my family. The cool thing about it, so you, so okay, so the thing about Hoopla is that it has a limit of four items per month. But um, that's actually pretty cool because it also gives. For me, I don't mind it because it makes me real like particular as to like what I'm going to choose. So whenever I go travel. 
I get it, I download it. And then you can download it to play it offline. So like, you know, when you go on airplane mode, you really can't do nothing. As long as the Wi-Fi is a little shoddy in planes. But I play it offline and it works pretty well. So like as I'm flying, you know, I might be just kind of, you know, taking a nap or I might be drawing or looking over some notes, whatnot. And I'm just like playing. I'm just playing music as I'm there, so I'm not as bored. So I definitely do recommend Hoopla, like especially if you're traveling. If you travel, get Hoopla. It's gonna be definitely. sick. Definitely. Yeah, they yeah. got they got they got Pusha T's Daytona. I I play that so often. Actually, that one and the Nasir album from Nas, the ones that came out like uh, was it like 2018? The ones produced by Kanye. Both of them were produced by him. Those are pretty sick. Hey, do they got Jesus is King on that thing? Probably. I think so. Let me double check. Or do, I'm doing this in real time right now. Give me a sec. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of my favorite features too. That you can download it offline. You can even, you know, you know, if you're traveling, you can download a movie, download an album, download a book. You can you get five on there, right, or four? Four, four. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, if you download all of those to your phone, a computer, then I mean, you're set. Like I like you said, there there is really shoddy uh, internet on planes. If you all want to hear Jesus is King, it's on here. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Number one, right there, is the first one, Jesus is King. You can borrow it. It's got all the songs. Um, you ain't got to worry about explicit content on that song because that song has no profanity. The, the album has no profanity, actually. It's supposed to be godly. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they have them out. If you want to do Kanye, uh, you can listen to it. I personally thought it was eh. I prefer the old Kanye, to be honest, like late relay registration, which I think they have actually. I'm not I'm even sure they do have it. I think they do. Oh yeah, they got late registration. They got the college dropout. It is a car break. Beautiful Doctor's Fantasy. They got they oh they got Watch the Throne on here. Um, what else they got? Uh, they got the, the good music one. Oh, they got the Tiana Taylor one that he produced. Like I said, they got Daytona, they got the Nazir album, and I love those albums. I, I listen to those like regularly. I think they even got like the Kendrick Lamar. They got the Collector's Edition. That's pretty sick. And they got a lot of pretty cool punk stuff. So if you like into punk, like I am, they got a lot. And they got a lot of stuff that I was surprised that they had, dude. Like, they got like all these like current bands like, that are currently playing. Like, uh, I was surprised, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, yo, they got Stiff Love. Like, I don't like them, but that's so crazy. That they have it, you know. I didn't even get the Peace and War comp. It's this compilation of like music, like it's from the eighties. It's like, like within like the punk scene, it's just like it was actually like a really big deal because it was this really it was this compilation created by this sort of you know some punk group whatever, and it's just like all these songs from like different bands from around the world, and it was split between the peace side and the war side. So I think they even have it in the South Town. I know actually, I should have bought it. But anyway, they have that whole compilation on Hoopla. So, you know, so you can pretty much find anything. You know, you want you want Kendrick, they got it. You want Kanye, they got it. You want uh, you know, monumental punk compilations, they got it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and, you know, I'm I'm really into house music and I was surprised that they had pretty uh, up to date house music. There's a DJ I I like is from uh, Scandinavia, his name's Rufus Du Soul. So they have his latest um, his latest latest album. So they got the Rude Sandstorm? Sandstorm? <laughs> yeah, do they? I'm pretty sure they have to, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's what all the hoopla is about. I mean, it's a fitting name. It is pretty uh, updated regularly. Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely. You'll find you'll find some pretty violent movies on there, too, if you're into violent movies. Like, uh, you know. Um, so, there's a little bit of everything for hoopla. They got Blood and Blood Out? 
I believe they do. Do they? Let's they check. Do, our, let's check do. right now. Check it right now. I, I think I saw Sin Nombre on there too. Sin Nombre, which is that one? Uh, it's actually about uh, uh, MS-13. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's good. If you've never seen it, man, it's really good. Very violent though. Nice. Uh, they got blood disclosure. and blood. They got blood and blood. Oh, they got the search for it. But what's it called again? Sin Nombre. I saw it. Uh, you know, I saw it when I first got hired here, but they may not have a contract for it. But uh, very, very, very good. Un enano sin nombre. A little person with their name. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Let's see. No, they might not have it. No, they got ebooks and audiobooks. Oh, man. That's a bummer. Yeah, so they also do update their stuff. So, you know, they, you know, just like Netflix, they put stuff in, they take stuff out. You know, same same deal. The, I'm just coming out. They ain't got no blood in blood out, though. So, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, however, like, it, definitely Hoopla. Like, for its music, I I, I personally highly recommend it. I, I tell people, like, yo, Hoopla's tight. I highly recommend it. Yeah, so, you know, um, you know, patrons uh, or the listener that's listening right now, uh, if you, uh, you know, get on Hoopla after listening to this podcast and see a movie uh, that you want to talk about, just uh, come in and talk to either Galileo or I, Johnny, uh, about it. We'd really like to... We really like music and movies, so if you just want to kind of pick our brains about it or suggest things or, um, you know, comments, concerns. Uh, or hear me know. rant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so come uh, come talk to us. Uh, you know, we really like to uh, speak to our patrons, and uh, you know, we definitely want to know if anybody's listening to this. So, uh, you know, let us know. Um so yeah, uh, actually, if you've listened to this, please come in and the first word you tell us to either Galileo and I just say, Hoopla, bro, Hoopla. Just say that and we'll know you listened. <laughs> okay. So yeah, with that, uh, any you know, closing words, uh, Galley? Um, I mean, really, uh, just, uh, I don't know, it's kind of my art show. It's this Friday. December 6th. Hopefully it gets somewhere by then, but we'll see what happens. If not, if not, well, if this, you know, like, if you end up listening to this, like, after December 6th, but before December 28th, um, you can go check out my art show at Presa House. Um, it is by appointment only, so you might have to call or email them, but you're also more than welcome to let me know, you know, be like, hey, Gally, I heard you on the Bibliotech podcast, and I want to go check out that art show. What do I got to do? And maybe we could even like set up like an appointment to go in there. Uh, I think I got keys to the gallery. Yeah, I'm keys. glad you told me that it was appointment only. So for this Friday show, for okay, so yeah, so this Friday show is the opening reception, and it's because it's, it's first Friday. Uh, but then like between then and the 28th, the 28th is the, the actual show. The, 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 yeah, there's a closing reception. Oh, okay. which let me get to that in a little bit. Now that you reminded me about that, yeah. So it is by appointment only. I do have the keys to the gallery. Yeah. Those are my keys, and within those keys are the keys to the gallery. There's two keys, so I got access to the gallery. But yeah, if you're interested in, you know, you can't make it to the show for whatever reason, but you want to see it anyway, you know, you know, we can do that. If you know, hey, I'm down to give like a tour. I'd be sick. But anyway, um, so uh, on the 28th, there's a closing reception. And uh, so there's going to be an artist talk. So basically me and the other artist, uh, Eva Sanchez, we're going to be talking about our art and stuff. So there's going to be a little art, so there's going to be an art show. 
I mean, they go to Artisok, I mean. And then after that, it's a birthday party because my birthday is on the next day, the 29th, as well as another artist named Jose Villalobos, who, if, uh, who I would recommend anybody to check him out. He's a performance artist uh, here in San Antonio. He's definitely one of like the biggest artists here in the city. Uh, this stuff is amazing. I don't necessarily like performance art. I think a lot of it is crap, to be honest with you. Um, but this stuff is great. Like it's really good. It's really impactful. Like he really puts a lot of thought and a lot of effort into what he does and how he thinks that it isn't just for like you know like for show or like you know. Um, I know it's a performance artist who like used to. Nah, you know what? I'm not gonna say it. I'll tell you after. I'll tell you after. Okay. It's actually pretty graphic. You're gonna be like, oh, what? And I'll be like, yeah, dude. Yeah, they just say it involved um, graphic stuff. Uh, not like disgusting. Not like graphic, like violent. Just kind of like, oh, dude, why graphic? Yeah. But I don't want to say it on this. But anyway, there's some performance artists that are just like real stupid and real hacks. But this dude's like legit. Anyway, so his birthday and my birthday are like the same day. I think we're like even born the same year. It's a trip. And there's going to be like another person who's this show. So it's going to be that. It's going to be a little birthday party. And a little white elephant. So if you are an artist or you want to have or have any art that you would like to like trade within it during like little white elephant, you are more than welcome to join. Just got to make sure that it's wrapped. So people won't see. But uh. And yeah. unisex. I guess so. I mean, it's just art. I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're trading art. Oh. So like, you, like you you wrap the you, you wrap the art and like you know you wrap it and you do like a whole game of white elephant and you pass it down. Mm-hmm. And okay. Snatch yeah, yeah. away. But it should be a pretty uh, it should be pretty it, it should be pretty fun. Even though I don't like white elephant because it, it just raised friendships. But you know, so they want to do I guess if you want if you want to destroy relationships with artists, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I'm for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it was nice talking to you uh, uh, about everything that's going on, uh, you know, uh, within your personal life and here at Bibliotech. You know, yeah. Um, so thanks, Gal. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, cool. No, thanks for inviting me. This was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Just because. Uh, and yeah. more to come. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, more mind. podcasts to come more organics uh, flowing podcasts uh, so to speak so uh, yeah alright cool thank All you right. listeners and uh, we'll catch you on the next one alright cool thank you thank you for listening to Bibliotech Fully Charged this episode along with others can be found on iTunes Spotify and Google Play if you haven't already done so Please sign up for a library card by coming into one of our three locations or by going to our website, bearbibliotech.org. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at bibliotech underscore south for up-to-date library and podcast information. And as always, we ask, what are you reading?